I don't know about you, but oftentimes I miss the significance uh, of a passage of Scripture because I've just heard it or I've read it too many times. Uh, This is certainly true of the passage that Lauren has just read for us this morning. Honestly, I've heard this passage, I've read this passage uh, of Paul using this metaphor of armor that Honestly, it's difficult for me to remember sometimes what's just so important about it. And so for me, a practice that helps me refresh uh, a a familiar text is to look at Eugene Peterson's translation uh, in the message. Here's how Peterson translates uh, some of Paul's last words to this community in Ephesus. And that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to use so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace, faith, and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, Prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open. Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. There's three phrases that Peterson uses in this translation that I think summarize really well what Paul has been up to throughout this entire letter. This is for keeps. Take all the help you can get and keep your eyes open. As we close the series out today, I want to reflect on each of these phrases together. So first, this is for keeps. Uh, Throughout this letter, Paul has been telling a story about a battle between the powers of uh, sin and death and God's power. That's what Paul means here when he says that uh, our fight is not against flesh and blood. He tells them that these powers threw everything they had at Christ. They nailed Christ to a cross. But God raised Jesus from the dead and plans to unite everything in all creation to the risen Christ. This is a story that we need, honestly, I think now more than ever. And yet I also believe that it has never been more difficult for us to believe. Human beings have always told uh, stories. We've always told stories to kind of make sense of who we are and where we're going. Ancient stories tended to be about uh, superior tribes with superior gods defeating neighboring tribes uh, with inferior gods. So, So Paul's original readers wouldn't have really had a hard time imagining themselves in a kind of cosmic battle. Things are a little bit different for us because uh, the modern stories that we tell ourselves are different. For the past few hundred years, the the predominant story 
has been that with uh, science and with technology and with enough time, human beings can kind of sort everything out from sickness and death to um, human rights to maybe global poverty. Uh, it's been during this time that we've been telling us the, ourselves this story that some of those ancient stories about God and gods uh, were thought to be myths and not really useful to us anymore. And I don't want to doubt any, uh, a lot of the good things that human beings achieved during this time that we were believing this story. Um, but the problem is that the 20th century didn't really turn out all that good. A lot of people died. And as a result, another story emerged toward the end of the last century. And this story was a lot more cynical. Uh, according to this story, there's basically just not a lot going on here. That's all that significant. There's no bigger story that we're a part of, all a part of. There's no purpose beyond kind of what we can make for ourselves. When we die, that's, that's it. We live in what the, the philosopher Charles Taylor calls a disenchanted time, meaning that we rarely kind of look to anything outside of ourselves for meaning uh, or for help. Do you see why maybe we need to hear the story that Paul is telling here. To be united uh, to Christ means to be part of a story that began, as Paul tells us in Ephesians 1, before the foundation of the world and which never ends. It's a story that fits into every culture, a story that fits into every time. It's a story that includes everyone, a story of reconciliation and hope, a story in which the forces of darkness death and despair will be defeated. In other words, this is for keeps. And in order to kind of live in this story, in Peterson's words, you're going to need to take all the help that you can get. Like all of you, what I'm counting on to lift my spirits right now is not the return of the NBA. It's the release of Taylor Swift's new album, Folklore. There's a line in her song, My Tears Ricochet, that sticks out to me each time uh, that I hear it. In a, in a moment of vulnerability, she, she sings, I didn't have it in myself to go with grace. The good news, Taylor, if you're watching, is that none of us do. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't think Taylor's watching. I don't mean to be uh, overly reductionistic here, but this is basically the core of Pauline theology. So it's entirely fitting uh, that he tells us to put on armor because we need something from uh, outside of ourselves to save us, which is exactly what armor does. And with each piece of armor, Paul reminds us that the story that we're called to live and act according to is an alternative story. The weapons are not meant to destroy, but to save. I love how Peterson puts it here. Truth, righteousness, or really could be translated as justice, peace, faith, and salvation are more than just words. These are not just abstract theological concepts. Each one of these words has real life, real world consequences. Every time that we seek or tell the truth, work for justice, make peace, trust God, depend on God's grace over our own effort, each time we do this, we resist the same powers 
that tried and failed to defeat Jesus. And finally, to make sure we don't think that the weapons given to us by God are ours to kind of wield with our own strength, Paul tells us to to dedicate ourselves to prayer. Keep your eyes open, Peterson puts it. We're used to praying with our eyes closed, but according to the Apostle Paul, maybe we should pray more with our eyes open so that we can be sure to see each other's needs. I don't know if you have discovered your wall yet during this pandemic, but chances are uh, the folks that you know and many of the people within this congregation and within our community have hit their wall. Uh, Just last year, there was a a study uh, that was released showing uh, one in 12 Americans reporting kind of high stress and anxiety. And the same study revealed uh, just recently that the numbers have changed to uh, more than one in three. Uh, there are a lot of people who are worn out right now. Uh, I'll be honest, as a, a father of two young children, uh, I am tired. <laughs> I'm exhausted. And I know that many of you are tired. Many of you are uh, weary from the uh, long-term effects of this pandemic. The good news is that we are part of a community uh, whose job it is to actually lift each other's spirits up, to keep each other's spirits up. Let's not stop doing that. Let's continue to uh, look out for each other. Let's uh, keep our eyes open to one another and to the needs of our neighbors all around us who have hit their wall. Keeping our eyes open in prayer not only uh, helps us to see the needs of those around us, it it also teaches us to live as if God is present wherever we are. So that in the midst of so much uncertainty, so much confusion, we can still live as people of courage and as people of hope. My friends, may you remember the story that Paul is telling here about God's grace and power in Jesus Christ is for keeps. May you take all the help that you can get as you live and take your part in that story. And may you keep your eyes open open to the needs of the world around you and for God's presence in it all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.